All right, so we're going to be heading to Manchester where I'm sure celebrations are continuing following the Court of Arbitration of Sports announcements this morning to overturn the city's two-year ban from European football. Now, the man who loves all things city joins me now on the line, Ian Cheesman, broadcaster and commentator as well as an author. Ian, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide. What's the reaction been from that side? What's your personal reaction? Um, to be honest with you, I, I did speak to you, I think, earlier in the year and when this ban was first put forward by UEFA and I expected it to be overthrown on appeal and that's exactly what's happened. So, of course, it's great cause for celebration for Manchester City Football Club because it alleviates the absence of Champions League football for two years, which affects them financially. And also it's a great relief to the City supporters who've been countering, uh, I suppose you might say, with uh, Liverpool, United, Chelsea and the other clubs who've been uh, rubbing their hands together thinking that City would be found guilty of cheating as they see it. And they've now been exonerated by uh, CAF, the Court for Arbitration of Sport. And so we can move on from this. And whilst there might be people who support other teams who are not happy, uh, they'll still hold their views, I'm sure. Uh, the fact is that the Court for Arbitration for Sport have found no wrongdoing by City. So uh, I, for one, I'm, I'm delighted with the result, but nothing that I didn't expect. It's amazing because I was going to ask you, Ian, as, as much as when I spoke to you last time, you were as confident, so too was Pep Guardiola. He never flinched, not once. In every single press conference where they threw this question at him, he was adamant. Same with Caldoun, of course, the chairman, uh, uh, a very um, revered man, really, in Manchester, not just because of, of what he and Sheikh have done to City in terms of bringing money in and making City one of the big hitters again, although they have been big hitters in history, but uh, certainly not in recent years. But Caldoun, a man who carries himself with a great deal of dignity, and, uh, and he will have a wry smile. I don't think he's the type of person who will be jumping about and I'm not that type of person either, um, pulling faces or sticking your tongue out or whatever. I think uh, this is just a day to accept that the right decision has been made. And when you look at the ruling, and I don't know if it opens up any leeway for others to come through. I was just following these stories that were coming through from the boss of La Liga who was saying that he's not happy with the outcome and even questioning uh, where it came from when you're talking about Switzerland and Lausanne. Uh, you know, so it, it looks like they could be up for a couple of challenges. What, what have you picked up? Is it watertight or are they loopholes uh, for their or somebody else to come through and lodge an appeal? Um, I think that's clutching at straws. I mean, obviously, the the, uh, the man from La Liga has been very outspoken in his criticism of, uh, of Manchester City, uh, certainly during the last 12 months. Uh, and uh, I think the the Spanish league, Barcelona, Real Madrid, they've been accused, not I don't mean in court, but they've been in the, accused in the past of, of having um, a type of financial doping from their own government or... Uh, d different ways that they would support their clubs. Uh, so inevitably, there's a, there's a lot of jealousy. I and mean, at the heart of all this is, is a powerful cartel of clubs who become very dominant in European football and in their own leagues. And they're jealous of the fact that, that new money, new um, investment has brought other teams like Paris Saint-Germain, like City, in history, clubs like Blackburn Rovers in the Premier League to the top table. 
they don't want that to happen. They want to protect their assets, and that's understandable. Um, any any company, let alone football, which has dominance in the market, wants to keep their dominance in the market. Um, speaking as a city reporter, speaking as a city fan, if uh, a new club comes along, let's say a Birmingham city, you know, one of the, from the second city, certainly population-wise of England, suddenly had some massive investment. And in five years from now, they were winning the Premier League. Of course, I'd be disappointed that my team weren't doing it anymore or that another team had surpassed them. But I wouldn't be grudged in that at all. I'd have no problem. Mm. I'm hoping that this, this ruling of, of having overturned the UEFA decision means that other clubs' fans and other clubs can now dream that if they are lucky enough to get a big investment like this, that they can get themselves to the top of the, the tree as well. That's how it should be. What do you think this means, though, Ian, when you look at the 7th of August and that uh, Real Madrid game? Does this now really pump them up? I know that since they've come back after the lockdown, they have not stopped scoring. They've been a team on fire. And they've really shown that, OK, whatever happens, they finish uh, number two on the table, but they have not let their guard down at all. What do you think the repercussions will be now when you spill over to the game against Real Madrid? Well, in terms of, you know, you're right about City being pumped up. This is their point. You know, if they can get through and win this trophy, even if they'd lost this appeal, which I never doubted they would, would but even if they'd lost it, you know, what, a, what a, a point that they would be making if they went on and won the Champions League. That would rub, really rub everybody's noses in it. And I know there's a lot of bitterness from City fans towards some of the Premier League clubs who signed the document that encouraged Cass to take this this type of action, uh, sorry, uh, against UEFA to try and take this type of action. Uh, clubs like Burnley, for example, and you think, why, why have they done that? Why have they signed up to try to, to do this? But certainly City are playing a Spanish club, Real Madrid from La Liga, so they will want to try to knock City out. They'll be clumped up for it. If the Blues get through and then they play Barcelona in the semi-finals, which is possible, there will be a big grudge match there as well. So, these games are now taken on a, a little extra um, edge to them. The only sad part of it, of course, is that they'll be being played in, in empty stadiums. So instead of having the vitriol coming from the terraces, um, we can only imagine what's happening in, in homes of people who are watching these games. But of course, that's a, a different argument altogether. The one aspect in terms of the ruling that I looked at again, Yen, um, in addition to the fact that they were clearing City of the more serious charges surrounding the dishonest concealment of sponsorship deals, uh, that it was not appropriate to impose a ban on participating in UEFA's club competitions for the lesser charge of obstructing the CFCB's investigations as well. Do you think that was fairly handled uh, given the nature, the severity of the charge as it was seen then? Yeah, I think the withdrawal of the, of the ban is absolutely the right decision based on what I know and I've seen all the evidence. Obviously, there's still a financial fine. I believe City are now going to appeal the financial fine. And the fine is given, and if you read the document, I'm sure you have, but not mm. everybody uh, listening to this will have done, the fine is basically for refusing to cooperate with UEFA's uh, original investigation. So that's basically City saying... We don't believe you're dealing with this fairly, so we're just going to hold our, keep our powder dry, as the expression goes, until we sit down and have a neutral body look at it. So by doing that, they've now been fined around about £10 million for refusing to cooperate 
it's a bit like being in, you know, being arrested by the police and saying, no comments, I'll wait until I'm in court. That's effectively what mm-hmm. City have done. And uh, so that does seem an unfair um, an amount that they've been charged. I think they're going to appeal it um, and, and hopefully justice will prevail in that as well. Do you believe, though, or hold a firm opinion on whether this is seen as somebody has been talking about, or certain quarters here have been talking about the fact that uh, this verdict has been a blow for the whole, uh, you know, the fair play uh, concept as a whole, the financial fair play? Well, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I mean, FFP, financial fair play, is, is open to interpretation anyway. I live in and work in Greater Manchester. Uh, we've just seen Wigan Athletic get into financial difficulties. Leeds United, not too far away, got into massive financial difficulties, as did Portsmouth. Bury, an uh, old traditional club, have gone bust. Oldham Athletic, Wigan Athletic, Macclesfield Town, all in similar predicaments. And you would think that FFP, financial fair play, which was described as something that would try and prevent this type of thing, would be working more to make sure that clubs had a firm footing on any investment that came in and that clubs who were living on debt, clubs like Manchester United, for example, who, who have a, a massive debt that they're managing constantly, that that's what's under scrutiny rather than somebody coming in and spending their own money, which is backed up on a football club. So it's a bit like if you won the, you know, £100 million on the lottery, you could not, under FFP rules, invest that money directly in your club. Yet, you can borrow a lot of money as a club to try to keep slow, which is completely untenable. So the whole concept of what FFP is, in my opinion anyway, is flawed. Something more happy for you, Ian, is the fact that you will see City happy. We saw one of your players making his first training session at uh, Bayern Munich, but it really doesn't do much, though. Come end of the season, what would you be celebrating about a season, sure, that you haven't won the league championship, Liverpool have, and for many historical reasons, uh, are subjected to the happiness that they do have, but for the players and the squad and what you have left as far as the nucleus of the team, how, how do you end it and how do you feel? You're in an amazing run at the moment. I mean, it won all four domestic trophies last season. Um, this season, they won the uh, the Community Shield. I know that's not a, a major trophy. They won the League Cup, which is the third best. They're still in the FA Cup, could win that. Still in the Champions League, could win that. And, uh, and are currently second and will finish second in the Premier League. Wow, if anybody describes that as a failure, <laughs> then I don't know what what they should expect. And as a long-suffering, um, if that's the right expression, City fan, I have dreamt of what is happening at City all of my life. Every performance, every game, it's like watching poetry in motion. If it don't happen to have won the Premier League this year, they're not going to go anywhere, by the way, and they'll be back in it again next season. But finishing second, hats off to Liverpool. They were amazing. They deserved the title. It's no disgrace. Um, and City are just winning trophy after trophy. So let's see what happens in the FA Cup and Champions League, and then we can judge overall how successful this season was. But the good news with this cast development is that players like Kevin De Bruyne, who is regarded by many now as the best uh, midfielder in the world, certainly will not be going anywhere else, will he?
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's been a, a troublemaker for the opposition teams. I can tell you that uh, free of charge. And, and I just want to congratulate you guys. I want to thank you for coming on board. I wish you everything of the best. There's still silverware to play. FA Cup looks uh, very evenly poised and set for a, a wonderful finale, though. Whichever teams get into the final, you've got four of the best teams out there uh, that could ever revive the spirit of the FA Cup if anybody thought that uh, that was over and done with. So with Stoll, a bit of very prominent silverware ahead, Yen. The season might not be over just as yet. Absolutely. Lots to look forward to. Thank you so much, as, as always, uh, for the breakdown tonight. No problem. Thanks so much. That's uh, Ian Cheeseman, their broadcaster, as well as commentator and author, uh, just giving us a breakdown of what's just happened as far as Manchester City are concerned. Uh, Wendy Lemdana on Twitter says, I feel like uh, oil-rich hierarchy teams are deliberately targeted by UEFA incumbents because looking back from Malaga, PSG, and now Manchester City are all under Qatari's hierarchy. We understand City have turned the table in England uh, as well as PSG our dominant force in France. So just pointing out that uh, they may just be subjected to a hierarchical unfair treatment. So interesting stuff. I don't know what your views are, uh, but as always, 0605842250. And there's also a voice note in reaction. Robert, I think yeah, the ruling comes uh, at, the, at the right time. And it will also exonerate the CT from uh, all this, uh, the dark cloud that's been hanging over their head. But one has to compliment Pep Guardiola for keeping the players' minds intact. And uh, and they've been playing interesting football, I mean, despite everything that has been happening in the boardrooms. Yeah, I think if they can go in and win this one, it will be quite interesting. Yeah, no, happy for them. Yeah, good for football, actually.